Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Oh, that spin class was brutal. That sounds like an ad that they play before porno. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I can only wish. I thought I recognized that voice. My shoulders hurt. Can you rub them? Sure, take your shirt off. Oh, oil went on my tits. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can Episode 39, Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me, as always, are... Stephen Woshwish. Phil Fougere. Mike Hunt. I mean, Nick Lerner. Oh, gag. Oh, that sounded... That sounded like... Oh, never mind. Dave, <laughs> are you okay? You, you, you kind of got a lisp tonight. You all right? I'm spectacular. Fantastic. Well, we, 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 come, on the, we come on the recording with breaking news. This seems to happen every week. Giants really suck. What? Oh, yeah, no. they are a terrible, terrible football team. Billy, you, I, I believe you have this gripe with your with football amongst the many. But when the receivers on third down don't go to the first down marker and turn around to catch the ball, what's the point of running the route? Well, you're talking about the Brian Schottenheimer offense, and, and it well, has been adopted by hell, a few teams. Isn't he dead? <laughs> but well, how I, the hell? I think you're talking about his father. He's not even close to being anywhere near the Giants, yet the Giants really, really believe in this philosophy of third and seven, do a two-yard out, and let the receiver or the tight end make a play. And it doesn't work ever, ever. I, I see your point. I, 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 don't, I, I think we're going to be off to the races with agreeing with one another in this episode again. I, uh, <laughs> again? Man, this season can't, can't start. I can't disagree. This season cannot start quick enough because the Yankees suck. They're not going to make the playoffs. The Giants, it can be a long season with the Giants. Forget football in New York, man. Yeah, man. Jets are uh, no better. We are in full tank mode. Although, I'll be honest, kid looks good. Zach Wilson looks uh, much better than Darnold did first uh, first game. I mean, it's it's hard when you're on your back, you know, three quarters of the game. Who won that game? Carolina. Didn't Darnold... Beat the Jets? A team with more points. He did. He did. He got the revenge he was probably wanted for the last three years. Yeah. So I, I, he'll probably suck the rest of the year. He just blows load in the first. Doesn't game. matter That's to it. him. He's he's ecstatic uh, just to have won that game. He'll, he'll yeah, enjoy one, one win. He'll enjoy that feeling uh, for the rest of his career, which should be roughly a year and a half. <laughs> That's a half a year too long. <laughs> but we are off to the races in the NFL football season. Like I said, the NHL cannot get here quick enough. I was lucky enough to uh, to have a little bit of Ranger news this week um, with the Rangers development camp. All the kids in the uh, in the uh, New York training center. I was going to say Rye, but it's not Rye anymore. Over the fuck there, up in Westchester, up in Westchester County. And um, Westchester is the best Chester. Uh, a lot of physicals, a lot of guys skating in circles with the puck, and. Um, they took them out for to show them the garden. They took them uh, by some firehouses yesterday, and and today they got into some one-on-one stuff and some some actual team stuff. Um, things that stood out from camp are what you would figure. Um, Lundquist looks looks good uh, as as a reporting. Morgan Barron looks enormous compared to some of these guys, and um, it's going to be very very interesting to see. Um, who fits into those three spots that are left on the Rangers roster. Um, I, I got to think that that Morgan Barron is, 
at this point is might make the opening opening night roster, but he's a stretch, um, at least on the forward side. Defensive side, um, it, it's really looking like Lundqvist is the uh, is the real deal, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how uh, how the preseason goes. But other than that, it really there's nothing been been breaking, nothing really um, too exciting. But at least it's it's some news. Um, out of the Rangers development camp, which is which is exciting. So this runs till the 20th, and then six days later, the real training camp starts. Oh God, hockey can't get here quick enough. Hockey can't get here quick. Enough. Wait, wait, 26th? Yeah, doesn't it? Because I think the Devils camp opens the 22nd. Does it? I think they report in one week. The the rookies reported today, and I think the veterans are in one week. If I'm not mistaken, the Devils' first game is like the 28th. Uh, I thought I read somewhere that it was the 26th. The Devils first game is the 29th, their first preseason game. Right. Thank God for preseason games. Thank God, because sorely missed last year. Oh, can't stress that enough. What a change the entire season. It's an opinion I've had forever. You and me both. Go screw yourselves, both of you. For those of you listening at home, what Bill and I were doing was freelancing so that Tom could look up when the Rangers camp actually starts. I, I can't get left. I can't find it. That was, I can't find it. It's called vamping. Google.com. You can find pretty much anything there. Did you say the Google? The Google? Nick's going to find it before you. It's a race. Okay. It's a race. Maybe the 23rd. Sorry about that. Okay. Even so better. Maybe they, do, maybe they do physicals the 22nd and then report on the 23rd. Right, the 26th, the preseason is against the Islanders. Sorry about that. Okay. This is the Got Dallas Cowboys confused. playoff news all over again. No, no, that was far worse. <laughs> By far worse. So, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Since we have nothing else to really talk about, well, at, never mind. Steve, go with the Devils. So the big news in Devils land yesterday was the professional tryout signing for Tyler Wertherspoon. No, that's not a typo. It's Wertherspoon, not Witherspoon. Like Werther's originals, like Correct. candies? And then add spoon at the end. Uh, Mark, Jan- <laughs> Mark Jankowski, <laughs> who, was a, who was a center, and Jimmy Vesey, who is going to be on his one? is going to be on his sixth different nhl organization if you include the team that drafted him really was he drafted by Rangers? he was New drafted Buffalo. by no he was drafted by colorado hmm. signed by the rangers traded to buffalo traded oh, to I... detroit released by detroit and signed by vancouver so if the devils wind up signing him he will be on his sixth organization fifth team that he played for wow how did he fall off off the edge of the cliff so quickly started with the rangers he, but he put up like 28 and 35 points in consecutive years with them. And then they got rid of him so that they could make room econ- economically for Panarin, right? That was mm-hmm. the real reason they let him go. Oh, he went to Buffalo. I mean. But even on Toronto like- and Vancouver, he didn't produce. He had, he had a combined 10 points in 50 games. I have to stat for you here, buddy. What's that? He was drafted by the Nashville Predators. Nashville Predators, not Colorado. I'm sorry. Ah. But never played with them because he, he played all four years at yeah. Harvard and right. then signed with the Rangers. My apologies uh, to Jimmy Vesey and everybody at the National Predator Organization. Organization. Well, you look at it, it's really only one year he's like really had a 
down year, his last year. Right. I mean, Buffalo, he still had 20 points in Buffalo in 64 games. Um, it's not terrible for defensemen. I mean, and, and just nobody wanted not him. Defenseman. Not a defenseman. Not a defenseman. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but he's, um, look, he's a third, he's a third or fourth right. line wing. Right. 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 So Definitely. not bad. 20 points, 35 points is not bad. He signed when he, after he left Harvard, he signed with the Rangers because that was like his boyhood dream, right? He grew up in yeah. Connecticut. Yeah, something like that. So maybe he just wanted to be in the Northeast still. Boston, and really, Boston. it was slim pickings. The, the general consensus is that VC and Jankowski uh, are, they're being called the quote, don't have to keep one of the kids as the 12th forward if they're not ready insurance policy. So either one is just going to be the 12th forward. Jankowski's a center, VC's the le- a left wing. And uh, I, I doubt either of them makes the team to be all in all honesty. I think that the organization really wants one of the kids to step up and they were just signed to, uh, to push them, push, push them along. You could do uh, worse than Jankowski though. He fell out of favor with the Penguins last season early on, but he, he started strong and and he always played hard. Um, You know, when he, when he didn't produce for a little bit, they, you know, I think they just found a little bit of a better option, but it it was never physical physical player. Would you say physical player? Uh, tried to be. Tried that to that be fourth least. line needs some grit, a little bit more grit since uh, they lost Nathan Bastion. I, yeah, I think I think he's a he's, he's not he's not like a big banger, but you know he he give you a little bit of grit and uh, okay. I think he could do worse. It's not gonna. So they they got McLeod, McLeod and Wood, McLeod at center on the uh, on the fourth line. If he's willing to throw his body around, maybe they put him in the left wing and then he could be that second you know center if if McLeod gets kicked out of the uh the face-off circle he's there to take the face-off did he did he kill penalties yes so yeah for sure versatile players maybe he does stick but i still think they're hoping one of the kids see this as motivation and, and really step up their game if nothing else they're a seventh round pick at the deadline yeah fantastic fantastic and your prospect camp started today right started today very very little coming out of the camp today just Got some physicals. videos just some videos. Yeah. Just, yeah. no, not physicals. They were on the ice, but really just, you know, very basic drills, nothing, nothing too uh, out of the ordinary. Right. They have uh, their, and when are they going to Buffalo? They're going to Buffalo this week. Saturday and uh, they play Friday and Sunday. Yeah. The Rangers do that with Philly this weekend. I still don't know if they're going to be televised or not. The Devils, the, the, the Devils games will be uh, broadcast on uh, something called the internet. I, I don't think that's I don't know it. if you've ever heard of this thing. That's, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But I apparently you you use your computer. You uh, dial into some But I have my warehouse phone. I, in I, Iowa. I have my computer. I have my phone. You dial into some warehouse in work? Iowa and you have access. I mean, if you just would shut up, I could make a joke. But I mean, go ahead. You talk. Well, I know. I want to know if the internet works on my phone. I suck. That was my joke. It was hilarious. Steve, what was yours? Nope, I'm done. I'm going to just leave it at that. I couldn't no, top no, that we, joke. We need to stretch. We need to stretch, remember? It sounds kind of tragic. Yeah, we didn't get the chance to talk about um, Zach Parisi signing with the Icelanders last year, or did we? Did we talk it, about or that? Did he, or did I it happen? Or did like it not we, happen? We, we talked was about it this year. It might we, have been this year, too. We knew it was happening behind the scenes, but it was actually official during this past week. Right, right. It was something we talked about briefly in in jest that, yes, we knew he was signing with the Isles, much like the bunch of other guys that all signed at the same time. Well, we're announced at the same time. Parise 
apparently his paperwork was just wasn't filed yet. Um, they haven't even announced the n- amount he's paid for. He's being paid uh, this year, but likely it's minimum uh, vet minimum. Um, and uh, he's just an extra co- extra piece of the puzzle. Um, that's what his words were, and uh, that's really kind of what we're putting him as, right? Um, I think obviously we're in a we're in a playoff run or a cup run. This is this is our the window, and so he's an extra guy that they're going to hope it maybe can push them and elevate them. Uh, I think a little more than a guy like Zajac did last year near the deadline. I like, you know, it's great to see his compete level and everything, but Zajac, I don't, I don't think had a lot left in the tank uh, when we were watching him play. I never um, thought, I never thought Zajac fit very well on the Islanders. He was fine. It wasn't a problem with fitting. It took a little bit of time, just like um, uh, Palmieri, but he just sat, he was kind of like there. He's kind of like the, the, the the you know the vet that's not gonna make mistakes and but didn't really contribute offensively much he got he chipped in a couple points in the playoffs but you know it wasn't really anything to write home about but I think Parise is gonna slide into that slot that Zajac had I don't I don't think Zajac's coming back I don't know whether they'd fit him if he did they have to move some guys to make that happen um not only that but cap I don't know how they're gonna fit more guys in on the cap without moving guys so anyway long story short I think he's gonna fit the third line um the first and second first line's probably going to be, you know, Barzal, Andersley, and, and likely Palmieri to start the year. Um, they could swap Palmieri and Walsham, but I think that's really the key is those two guys will probably could flip-flop between first and third lines. Bovillier, Bailey, Brock Nelson on the second line. Uh, you guys know that identity is like the fourth line, so leaves us. He can only really fit in that third line. I know. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. Oh. He's going to – yep. He'll likely play with with Pajo and either Calmary or 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 uh, Wallstrom, depending on who fits better. And so right, it'll be interesting. The last full year, right? I guess full is is a lucrative term, right? In uh, 1920, uh, not 1920, 2019, 2020, um, where he actually played a full season. He played 69 games, 25 goals, and 21 assists. Um, and he really shit the bed last year. He didn't have such a bad year two years ago. I mean, a lot of players shit the bed last year. So I don't know if you could even count that. So I, I was, I was going off what he did last year. Um, so I, I think he'll, he'll do, he'll, I think he'll exceed my expectations on the Island. Um, yeah. They weren't very high. Nick, 30, so. 35 points. <laughs> right. That's all you're looking for. I think he could. And I don't see that being like, really I think he's got to replace Bailey's numbers at least. Bailey. No, you think, why well, you think Bailey Bailey's on the second line? Thinking of uh, Everly. Everly, thank you. That's the one. Everly, Everly is replaced effectively replaced by Palmieri. That's really the, the the swap we made there. So he has to make up not really points on the first line, but the the thing with the Isles is they're not really top heavy. They're very just deep all throughout the the all four lines. They can score from anywhere essentially. That's kind of their 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 gig, right? And so if he's an extra guy that can chip in and he's got enough in the tank to really help uh, and mesh well with Pajot and whoever else they put on the, on that line, they could uh, chip in a couple extra goals, right? Get 30 goals and, this year though. Yeah. He's up there, man. Yeah. He's not a, uh, he's I not didn't a realize he was that old. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting spot to be in. I, I you know, cause Parise was a guy we passed on back in the 2003 draft and rightfully so got married, you know, just completely Reamed by Pierre live on the air, which I thought was uh, at the time I didn't understand. I didn't think it was a well worth. Well, I didn't think it was uh, warranted 
I thought it was just that time of, you know, at that time, 2003, we're still at Millbury around and anything, any move the Isles made, it was like always lambasted. But looking back at it, yeah, it was a terrible decision. There's only a couple guys from that draft that didn't make it. And of course, Isles and Rangers were both basically like neck and neck in, in that regard. But nevertheless, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, hopefully he can can uh, ship in some goals, play some real good de- good game, build a good defensive play. I'm hoping that he fits in well. I don't see him moving to this team and, and having not having a good spot, a good um, chance to, to thrive. I think he's going to probably have a good chance to really mesh well with the rest of the team and, and the, the, the entire just core that, that didn't change. Very few guys have. God, 13 fucking... to 15 goals, 17 to 20 assists. You take That'd that. That'd be great. I mean, of course we take that. I we'll see how it goes. I don't know. You know, if he stays healthy, if he can, you know, keep up. Things are these are all things that like we'll see how the season goes. And it's like it's one it's a wonder deal. Vet men, he'll it can't go it can't go really wrong, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. That was a huge adjustment draft, by the way. Thanks for bringing that up. Now you got it. looking at that draft and the Rangers that guy, that guy was a huge specimen, right? You you could pick literally anybody after 12 and it would have made the Rangers exponentially better the following year. Who are some, who are some of those players? Dustin Brown, Brent Seabrook, Zach Parisi, Ryan Ketzlaff, Brent Burns, uh, Ryan Kessler, Mike Richards, Brian Boyle, Jeff Tambolini. I take Jeff fucking Tambolini, Corey Perry. And, and who did you get? <laughs> right. We got the next coming of fucking Eric Lindros. Huge. <laughs> you fucking Jessman. <laughs> I mean, how many? He played a couple NHL games. No, no, no. Uh, he played a couple preseason games. That was, uh, I think, that was about it. He might have played a couple regular season games. Did he? Wait, uh, he played. All right. Who did he make his NHL debut with? Oh my God. <laughs> was and in two thousand ten. Welcome to trivia with Tom. Yeah, this, this is disgusting. I agree. Uh, I'm gonna say the Flyers. Calgary. Negative. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Calgary. No. Nope. I looked Atlanta it up. So. Thrashers. Can't. Why did you look it up? By accident. I was looking uh, at the stupid, you know, yeah, draft it, thing. It was the Florida Panthers. The he played Seattle, two games. Was it the Seattle Kraken? Negatives. Two games. Yeah, apparently, he had one fight. There's his NHL totals, boys. Was it the California Golden Seals? Ugh. I wish it. He, he is the moonlight grand of the NHL. Seventeen picks out of that first round all became NHL All Stars at some point in the career. Seventeen out of thirty-one. Right, not 30, counting. Not 30. counting Hugh Jackson. Can we count on? Can we move on? Can you believe that? That's ridiculous. That is that is ridiculous. And all the talent that was there after New Jessamine. <sighs> Can I say something? Certainly. No. And I might wind up with egg on my face in, in years to come because of this. I think Alexander Holtz is going to be uh, a similar in a not maybe not never play for the Devils, but I don't think I think there's going to it's going to be one of those things where. You know, picks after him, the Devils are going to look back and go, "Fuck, we should have taken that guy." <laughs> and they got hold at what? What number? Uh, I think ten. Six. No, no, I thought it was a little later. Maybe. Was it later? Maybe. Huh. I mean, I, I could be, I could be completely wrong about that. 
I didn't think you'd have that reaction to him. Honestly. I could be completely wrong about that, but it's just a feeling I get. Now, we all know my history for prognostication. Having said this, he might fucking turn into Team Mussolini. I think everybody, everybody's screen froze. There it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. You could turn into uh, you, Justin, or a uh, Hall of Famer. You know, very, very cool. Either way, either there way. is no in between. No in between. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, Billy, the Penguins are having a development camp this year, and um, I got to tell you, we're fucking these guys. What do you mean? Drew O'Connor, Cam Lee, Drew O'Connor played for the for the New Jersey Avalanche. He's a New Jersey kid. He played for the Penguins last season. A couple Mitchell of Friedman. Look, I, I I don't I Drew O'Connor played a little bit for the Penguins last season. Sam Poole and Nathan Legary, twenty year olds, pretty pretty solid prospects. Not sure if they're going to make it in as twenty year olds. Philip Hallander is the guy that they infamously traded Jared McCann for, so that they would lose <laughs> both McCann. Oh, and, he's that and, guy. Uh, Tanev in the space of a uh, of uh, two days, uh, for some reason. But they obviously have some hopes for him. He's a 21 year old, so they they have a little a little tiny group of decent prospects that are like in that 20 21 year old range. But seriously, I, I just really I need in in my soul I need Valtteri Pustinen. Fucking waste of space to make the team just so that I could hear the announcers, you know, struggle with that name for. Uh, <laughs> For, for for as long as he could play in the NHL. I just I just oh, got Houston and can you imagine Sam Rosen trying to say that? Hey, <laughs> 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 I, I give a lot of credit to Sam. Sam's been asking oh. questions to all these prospects at the camp. He's been up there, hopefully not getting COVID. What's his number one question? How do you pronounce your name so I could fuck it up? <laughs> like, <laughs> he says that behind uh. the scenes. But Billy, listen, it if there was ever a year, look, the Penguins have been a very strong team. They haven't missed missed the playoffs since Crosby's first year in 06. Uh, I'm I'm not counting 2020 when they lost in the in the playing round. I'm not counting that. Um, As you shouldn't. But they've always had high draft picks, and it's a wonder why their development camp roster are always guys you never heard of. Sure, you can get you can get you know lightning in a bottle with with one of these guys over the over the years, and I'm sure they have done that. But if there was ever a year where things could happen and the Penguins could miss the playoffs. I mean, don't you think this is kind of the time where that might happen? Crosby's 34, going to be what? Uh, he, he just turned 34. Malkin's 35. Latang's getting up there in age. If they're at a below a, a, a um, uh, Jesus Christ, I can't even think right now. If they're below a, um, a playoff spot by the All-Star break, do they start? You, you hearing whispers? You think you're going to hear whispers about clearing the deck and retooling? I mean, is yes. this the year where we might actually see that out of the Penguins? I've been, I've been kind of ex- half expecting that the last maybe two years, especially the way they, the Penguins started the season last season, they they stumbled out of the gate a little bit, and I and I thought, okay, is this the year? Because you, you know, it's gonna they're gonna crash hard when they crash when they when they when they hit the ground. There's gonna be no survivors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I mean, it, it reminds me a lot of the Detroit situation from, you know, half dozen or I don't even know how long, how many years ago it was now, but, but where they had had their cup runs, 
but they but they had that streak of getting to the playoffs and they kept it alive they kept it alive a little longer than than uh, a lot of people thought they would in, in those last couple of years that that actually ended up looking pretty lean um i i know that i know that's the penguins that's their future um is does that future start now i i, I really don't know i mean they're going to hold on to this core group and make the playoffs as, as many times as, as they can get out of them, even though at this point, they're not a serious contender. They, I mean, I, the last time I went into the playoffs thinking, ah, maybe, maybe these guys are, are for real and, and can do this again was 2018 when they were coming off the two cups. I, I wasn't expecting a, a Stanley cup that year, but I said, okay, you know, in, in any matchup against any one of these teams, uh, I, I could see them pulling out and, and making it to another round and, 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 you know, they, they ended up going into that second round with Washington and, and representing pretty well, but ultimately losing that series to the eventual champs, right? So, but they've gone to the playoffs the last few years, uh, not really being a serious contender. So I, I know they're just kind of holding on to that string of, of playoff appearances. Last season, I actually thought, you know, was was their best chance in a while. Um, and and skating-wise, they, they were doing the job, but but the goaltending just was was zero match. Once yeah, but the, uh, they they still the finished game. first in the in the Metro last year, and they did they did thanks to the Flyers forcing the Capitals into overtime on the second to last game of the season. I mean, this is how slim the margin was. But it doesn't um, matter how you get there; they still finished first in the Metro, they, and that can't they did be finish first in the Metro. They're they're still deep, even with losing McCann and Tanev. If they're relatively healthy, they're they're still deep. They they've got. Two lines that could perform at the top. I come on, you have Malkin I, on your team, relatively healthy. Come on, seriously. That's well, Mal- Malkin. Uh, yeah, and I've always said he's he's that wild card, right? Because he he doesn't play well if there's if he's got some kind of physical ailment that he's nursing, uh, or just mentally he's not in it. He's he's a minus player, and and when he's playing well, he he plays really well. And that second line is very formidable. How much of the season can he keep that line playing at an elite level? Um, that that could go a lot of the way toward determining whether this team is chasing at the all-star break or or in or just awful or or in a playoff spot. I think a lot keys on that second line that that Malkin's going to be you know obviously a, a big part of. I, um, I agree, and I and I say this year because of other things, and I still think that even if they do blow it up, you can still rebuild around Crosby and and have it develop into something in a couple of years. Maybe not next year, but in a couple of years through free agency and rebuilding and restocking. I think you could do that with Crosby still here. Although Crosby will obviously bring you the biggest return, right? So look at your UFAs at the end of this year. Malkin can bring back a truckload at the deadline. Brian Rust, another guy, can bring a truckload back at the deadline. Jeff Carter is going to bring you something. and If nothing else, a second-round pick for Jeff Carter, and you guys are really paying him pennies this year. Chris Letang, you're going to get a lot for him. A, a solid number one defensive pairing guy. He's going to bring back a truckload. He's a UFA. Casey the Smith, another guy, UFA at the end of the year. Those guys alone, that's restocking your system. That is allowing the rebuild to happen around Crosby, and that could be foreseen by dealing all these guys at the trade deadline if they're not in playoff position by the All-Star break or by the Olympic break. And, and God forbid they go to the Olympic break and one of those guys gets hurt, you're, you're done for the rest of the year. You're, you're, you're shot. So if 
anything, and this is why I bring it up this particular year, is because you have all of these UFAs at the end of the year, and you can literally clean house, restock the, the, the cupboards, go after some free agents next year, and really mix those youth with, the, with some free agent guys, and you could really have something all centered around Crosby next year. And with the majority of your defense, you know, you're going to have, you know, perennial, you know, you know, Norris trophy winner, Mike Matheson, you know, back there and, and Marino's still a young guy. And, and you still have Tristan Jari as, as your number one, or could be your number two. You trade him for somebody, you sign a goal in the off season, maybe get Bobrovsky. That was a joke. Um, but there's a lot the Penguins could do this particular year because of the amount of UFAs that they have at the end of the year. There's definitely that potential in it. And, and I think things could play out like that if, if they really do struggle. But if they're in any kind of shouting distance, I think the, the company line is going to be that they believe in this group. They believe in this core. They are going to try to make the playoffs. I mean, even if they don't think they're a contender, they are going to put their chips in to try to make the playoffs and keep that, that playoff streak alive. So I, I don't see Malkin moving I, I don't see Latang moving uh i definitely don't see russ moving because I, I think they have designs on on keeping him around uh because uh, he's he's really a much bigger part of that the success they've had in the last few years than than a lot of people really give him credit for uh with the with the big names that they have around so yeah i mean i mean yes definitely things could go sideways and and they could start just uh, a fire sale um and and maybe that would serve them well in a few years but i if if they are close and, and I think they will be close enough to, to push for the playoffs this year that I, I just wouldn't expect them to, to be dismantled. They were only, you know, the first round first, um, first seed in, in the Metro last year. I mean, they that far away. Would they, could they fall that far down to not even make the playoffs or be out of it completely? Well, they're, they're one injury. And I think McCann and Tanif really hurt them more than they think it's going to. It's, it's kind of like that, you know, last year where um, uh, who, do, who do Flyers lose on defense last year? Gustav Beher or whatever the hell his name is. Shane Gustav Beher. No, not, not that guy. The other guy who retired yeah. before the season started. Oh, Niskanen. Oh, uh, yeah, Matt Niskanen. Yeah. Uh, and look, that, that came back to hurt them more than they thought it was going to. Well, it's not like the Flyers chose to do that anyway, right? But I, I just think not having a third line, but maybe some of these – development guys maybe some of these guys are going to step in and 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 surprise us and maybe the penguins do catch lightning in the bottle but it's a it's a risk that you're taking for sure well well even if they don't you know take off and become the next jake gensel the thing that the penguins have, have done well even with relative no names coming into their system is those guys do come in and and do a solid job on the third and fourth line filling in when when there's injury issues and, and when their depth was really challenged last season at, at forward for, uh, for, for several weeks, um, you know, a lot, a lot of those guys came in and, and held the fort down and, and the depth is still really good on the Penguins and they, they're scoring on uh, the Penguins scoring goals per game over the course of the season last, last season was their best since the Mario Lemieux era. So um, there, there is a, I, I, I hate it. I, I've said it enough times. I, I hated losing McCann and Tanev in that, uh, in that expansion draft uh, period. That, that was a tough pill to swallow. I, I know part of that was, was getting everything under the salary cap. Um, so the, yeah, that definitely does hurt, hurt more. Um, but, but I still think that the, the depth there offensively is, is in the right spot. Uh, if their health on defense is good um, and if they haven't lost, 
Tristan Jari to, to some kind of mental breakdown after, after his disaster of a playoff, then I, I would expect them to be challenging for playoff spots still. It'd be very interesting to see how it plays out. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. Crosby gets his 500th goal this year. Uh, as long as he stays healthy, he's got, what, 14, 16 goals until he gets 500 for his career. So it's going to be a special year for Crosby. Let's just see how it, how it works out for the uh, Penguins. But we'll, uh, we'll definitely speak more to this as we, uh, as we get closer, as we do our season previews. Um, it's going to be very interesting. But, you know, if there was ever a time to restock their cupboards, man, this really looks like the year to do it. So I'm, I'm praying for you. I hope you suck this year. <laughs> it's going to be, it's, it's kind of win-win, I guess, when you think about it. Cause, cause if they, if they hold on with this roster, maybe they make the playoffs and the hell I, I love making the playoffs, but yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not going to, it's not like they're going to raise the cup at the end of the, the whole thing. So, you know, it's all relative. So you don't think the team said to Crosby, Hey, go ahead, get the surgery take all the time you need to get to, to recover to your hundred percent. And then we can kind of maybe get a high draft pick this year without you, you know, and we trade off some assets and then we'll come back the year after that with a, with a good prospect and then pick up some guys in free agency and we'll go on another run. What conspiracy theories have you been listening to? <laughs> well, uh, look, hey, I'm not, I'm not saying anything different than, than Steve was just, was just saying in reality. Well, about the, about the injury thing though. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't maybe not that. about the injury th- thing, but. Well, why know, have the fucking, why have the surgery now? You just had three months. Why wait I, until now so that the rehab puts you into the season? I, I, I can't answer that. Uh, I can w- With any kind of. I can. It's because they want to tank this year so they can get a high draft pick. And what I was going to speculate. All the org- that-, that organization is built on that philosophy. <laughs> oh, shit. You're still just sore over the Mario wow. thing? Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That was in the, ni- that was in the 80s. <laughs> I almost said 90s, but I, I was I was undershooting my target. <laughs> nah, I think I mean I think with the injury, I I I can't say exactly what happened there, but because I agree, of course you want to get the surgery sooner. But I, I'm thinking it's it's been an injury that he's been dealing with for a long time, and if they were trying different treatments, they probably had a timeline of if it's not responding by such and such a time, we really can't wait past this date to to get you into surgery and uh, so that you're so that you're not missing a significant chunk of the season. I mean. I, I don't know that that for a fact what's happened. Maybe they maybe they were just lazy and they missed the boat, you know. But uh, I, I would hope that they have better sense than that. Maybe they can trade for Corey Connors. I hear he's really good. I don't know who that is. He's that guy in Winnipeg who I think is so overrated. God, you always is it? Wait, is he, you know, the wrong name. You got to say the name right in order for people to get the joke. <laughs> what is his name? Kyle. Kyle Connor. He's that overrated. No one cares. Is it real? It's not Corey. Kyle. No, it's not Corey. Yeah, he looks like a fucking. If you look at the 2015 draft. Like I think there's about ten guys that have been NHL All Stars so far from that draft, and that's before some of those guys like Kyle Connor, who could be come a a uh, uh, an All Star at some point. Who's that? Corey's brother. Oh, Corey's good. <laughs> but anyway, that could be that could that's that's that draft was actually the the looks like to be the the next big draft that we had since 2003, where it was like a massive amount of guys that were all first round just massively good players yeah the islanders got barzell and bovillier in that first round huge yeah thank you boston and oilers mostly oilers but then also thank you boston for drafting three guys that will probably just be known as three guys that they could have drafted everybody a bunch of other guys after before like after them it's like barzell i think uh someone else is um who is it 
was it Kyle Connor after him too? Yeah. And there's, some, there's another big name. Right after Barzal. Yeah, there's another guy too, like right Sveshnikov. after that. Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong one. No, no, wrong no, Yeah, No, Sveshnikov was like a high pick a couple years later. There's a bunch of guys that you're like, holy shit, how did Boston miss so badly? <sighs> good, fuck them. Exactly, fuck them. And, and they're still good too. it's time for Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Wrong yeah, answers and, first, wrong and, answers first, wrong answers first. Right, got it. So in addition to that intro, Tom was putting me down too just earlier. So I, I picked this I picked this question, especially for you guys. Just Ooh. as a big give give a little give a little back. Glad you didn't you guys pick this coming. question for somebody else who's not on the podcast. All right. Put your thinking caps on. This this one's a brain buster. Hold Wayne Gretzky. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Okay, it's on. Good. What is it called when a player passes the puck to another player who right? then scores a goal? What's the word for that? A shot, shot pass. pass. Raising his hand. Shot, a shot pass. pass, you dick. A shot, shot pass. pass. Shot pass. Shot pass. No. We win. A sh- we win. A shot pass would not be an answer to anything because a shot pass thing. is not a real thing. Good guess. Just shot pass is a real thing. No, it's not. That's what dumb announcers say sometimes when they're uneducated. How dare Canadian you? I, I put my thinking cap on, though. How dare you? There's no such thing. If you're if you're either shooting the puck on net, right? That that's a shot. It's a shot pass. Or, or or if you're intending to put the puck on somebody's safe, that's just a pass. Shot pass. It's not a shot pass. Yeah, but it's a the pass that looks like a shot. So One of the called other. a shot pass. Why can't you just it, accept it? Okay. Because it a, it's not a thing. All right. So so that's not it. So let's keep thinking. Is it's it a pass. flugel binder? No, those are the things on your shoes on the on, on the shoelaces. Oh, yes. monkey. Is it? Oh, that's rude. Is, Is it? it a, oh, wait. Not me. Gordy Howe hat trick. Uh, it, it, it. If Gordy Howe was the player passing the puck to the guy who scored, then it could have been an element of a Gordie Howe hat trick, but no, that is not the answer. Hmm. Do you call it a Johnny Hockey? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Johnny Hockey. That's, which is the worst nickname you could ever give a player in, in any sport is to name, is to give him a nickname of the actual sport that he plays. Is it it's a, ridiculous. is it, is it a reach around? <laughs> <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, I think that you're onto something there. It's not it's not technically called a reach around, but uh, but I think a reach around could could also be a form of this from like another definition of this. Yeah, Tom. Is it safety. It is not a safety. That that is a football play. Um, that's where you score two points. You knock the ball in the back of the end zone, right? That is one way to score safety. That is one way. Uh, Steve Steve has his hand raised. Is it a slam dunk? A slam dunk that that is not a, a hockey term that is uh for basketball. Oh, I got it. A Santa's little helper. A Santa's little helper. That that I feel like you're on the right track again. Um, no, it's not called the Santa's little helper, but that but that does sort of sound like what this ultimately is. Is it is it slipping in the bathtub? Uh, is it? I don't even know how that could be part of the. No, it's not. It's the slang terminology it's, for it. It's, our, that's a slang terminology for Bill a has pass. done in the past. Is it, 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 it called is an assistance? I was ready to tell you that you were right, but you added 
like an extra syllable. Oh, no problem. Wingman. Uh, It's a wingman. So it's a secretary. A secretary is, is not a toy. Um, no, no, right. It's not a secretary. Is it, no, I've heard. Is, it a, is it a vice pass? Vice pass, got it, right? I don't know. No, that's not the. That's not what they have on the card. Is uh, it a dangle? Do you call no, it a dangle? No. Is it? That, oh, 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 is it a one timer? It is not a one timer. Mm. I, I did not I think that. that this was as hard as it actually turned out. I thought I, I, thought I nailed that one. I really, really thought I nailed that one. Uh, it's, a, it's a never ending segment I, I i do feel like that's accurate but that's actually not the answer on the card either i have to say is this real is it can, uh, can i see the card i mean i don't you, need to see the answer i just need to see if this is an action uh, can you yeah. i need to see if this is a legit fucking question that they put the, in a fucking hockey box i'm covering the answer good <laughs> god in heaven this is an actual goddamn question Tom, okay. can you assist me with the answer on this one? Oh, yeah, it's a Flinkensteimer. Translation? Did you say, did you say uh, Flinkensteimer? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I said. Um, I'm going to say that's close enough. What was the real answer? The real answer is assist. It's M. You have assist? What? Where? Yes. Are you okay? You better get that clear. That not, not that and now it's time for impressions with Nick. Fucking great, boys. Fucking great. Woo! He went to the water. Oh, uh, boy. Wait, he's been practicing. Thirsty. Thirsty guy. Oh, man. All right. Let's go, boys. Is it Norm McDonald? Oh, no. I thought he was doing a tribute. That's too soon. That's way too soon. I thought it was a tribute. All right. God bless. All right, So, I was reading the paper the other day, looking through the wanted ads. I'm thinking a lot about my changing careers, you know, singing Christmas carols to deaf children. It's just not doing it for me anymore. So I was looking through the one ads. I found the classifieds uh, a job, local hockey, hockey, uh, hockey rink. Give him a call. Office manager picks up, talking to him for a few minutes. He says, uh, yeah, need a new Zamboni driver. I said, okay. I uh, come down, interview. He goes, listen, be here in a half hour. I got a game coming up. So, uh, all right, I'll, I'll be right there. Get my car, pull out real quick. Almost hit my neighbor. It's uh, Igor Samsonov, Bolsovichek, the third. Almost hit him. Just swerved out of the Roy. Just almost hit Miss Anderson and her, her, uh, her dog, Gary. Jumped out of the car. I said, hey, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, he said, it's okay. Hey, man, he just, just spilled my coffee everywhere. You know, shit. So I said, oh, okay, hey, you know what? Why well, don't go to the diner? That's it's." it's I'll get you some coffee. You'll pay, you know, we'll talk. He goes, oh, okay, let's go. So we uh, go to the go to the diner. He starts talking to me about his life. He gets really interesting guy. Seven kids, Tatiana, Igor Jr., Jeff, a few other kids. I couldn't remember all the names. You know, there was a lot of them. He starts telling me about his, he thinks his wife is cheating on him. I said, hey, what do you, why do you think she's cheating on you? He keeps, keeps, keeps calling this guy every night, hours on end. I said, oh, you, you think that's, you think he's cheating with you? This guy? He goes, no. Actually, I think it's the guy that puts my bushes. He's here every week. Bushes can't get that high, man. Something wrong with those bushes. I said, okay. Well, that's uh, interesting, man. We said, all right, let's, uh, I guess I'll go my own way. So he starts going. We go on our own spots, get to the rink. I'm going to say, hey, where's the office manager? Office managers can't find him. Looking around, talking to everybody. 
talked to the ref. He starts telling me his whole life. I said, all right, you know, good thing, blah, blah, blah. Talked for a few more minutes. Find the office manager. I said, hey, man, so you need a Zamboni driver? He goes, yeah, yeah. You want the job? I said, yeah, I want the job. You got a job. Oh, great. So what happened to the last Zamboni driver? Oh, you know, he left for a smoke in between periods. You know, he never came back. We hope he resurfaces. Ah. All, all that. <laughs> wow. That was that wasn't really an impression so much as just a joke that took eight minutes. That was a joke. <laughs> well, Steve called it way early, unfortunately. So I, I uh, good job, I, Steve. I'm not. I tried my best. I'm not the best at norm, but I felt it was pretty a uh, pretty much a uh, mandatory thing to do a norm impression. That was a good tribute. That was a good tribute. That was awesome. I had no idea you were going to do that. <laughs> well, look, I. I mean, the story could have been shorter. No, it should be longer. No, no. Wow. If you know anything about Norm Macdonald, you know the story could not have been any shorter. That'd be like four minutes if possible, you know. Wow. That I feel was, like that uh, was 40 minutes, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> that was incredible. That was. Thanks for this, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, what, what, I what, what, hold what, what, in my hand. Oh, do I get an intro? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Who does this intro? I don't know. We haven't found anybody to do it yet. So I'm trying to find, figure out what Steve's stomach sounds like. Gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking funny bones and Milky Ways swimming in fucking Coke. A lot, of, a lot of ring dings in there right now, <laughs> just so you know. On this date in Steve's stomach. What's going um, on in Steve's stomach? So on, 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 this on this date in Steve's stomach was May 2nd, 2011. Ladies and gentlemen, I hold in my hand the 2011 monthly planner journal. I will now turn to May 2nd. Okay, and then I need you to tell me why May 2nd is so significant, why that date is so significant. See if you wrote that down. On May 2nd, I had a granola bar for breakfast, a pumpernickel bagel with butter for lunch, and meatballs and angel hair pasta for dinner. But what you I have for then carbs? Went to visit my father in the hospital. Oh, it was the day after Osama bin Laden was killed. Well, actually, May second was the day he was killed. Oh, well, I had it written down as May first. No, it's every everybody knows it's May second. Well, it was every early in the morning when it came out. No, the, the press conference was at like 10 o'clock at night. I, I can tell you that the day before I was treated for dinner to the delicious grilling styles of one Thomas Harkness. Mm. Thank, you. Thank you. Was that a GNO night or just a some? No, that was, just, that was a Sunday. The that second was a, was a Monday. The, uh, the first was a Sunday. Oh, is that the year that the 30th of April was a Saturday then. Hold on a second. <laughs> no, that You're was absolutely a, right. That was the, the 31st. 30th huh? was a Saturday that year. <laughs> we, we for some reason, this facts. year, for some reason this year, I was also keeping track of my economical spending. And I can <laughs> tell you that I spent a dollar seventy for that pumpernickel bagel uh, that I had for lunch that day. Well, that explains why I had that for lunch. That's a cheap lunch. But that that was a that, oh, that was a Monday. Yes. That was a Monday. Sorry. Yep. Pumpernickel bagel for lunch? Were you not hungry? 
I'm going to, yeah, I guess not. I guess not. Ladies and gentlemen, the word of Steve, 2011. That was this date in history with Steve's stomach. That is, uh, I mean, I I know. Is that a good name for the segment or should we call it something else? I like Mm. it. It'll be a placeholder until we figure something out. It was a bagel place in Freehold. I don't remember what it was called. Bagels are us. I think it was was like some Brooklyn bagels. Oh, no. That's in Florida. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us this evening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new edition of the Friends and Rivals podcast. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. Uh, don't forget to go on Twitter at Friends underscore Rivals and follow us. The uh, marketing department's been really hard at work this week doing absolutely fucking nothing. Um, don't forget to go on to wherever you, if like go. Obviously, you know where to get podcasts. Go on to Apple Podcasts and write our show. We'll write your, we'll, we'll read your review on the air. I don't care if it's a one-star review. You can tell us how boring we are, how much we suck. We will love it. Um, yeah, great. Billy, say something, Woody. I'm going to throw it over to Ollie Williams with the weather. It's going to rain. Great. More racism. Just sing us out. All my friends and rivals. Wait, wait, wait. What do you got there? Fruit Loops? Tricks? Or is that Fruit Loops? Do they still make tricks? I'm sure they make tricks, right? Well, they're kid tested, mother approved. Yeah, no, 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 those are kicks. Oh, kicks. Dumbass. Kick, tricks are with kids. the rabbit. Tricks oh, are right. Kids. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids, right? Yeah. Nope. Silly rabbit. Best cereal. Silly go. faggot. Dicks are for children. Best cereal. Go. Fruity Pebbles. What? What are, what are those? Fruity Pebbles, hands down. Okay. That's fine. Get the marbles out of your mouth. Golden Grams. Golden Grams. Golden grams before they get soggy. You gotta eat that shit oh, yeah. so fast. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Worst cereal. Do you oh, want to yeah. hear hear my new my lucky new, charms? Oh. Nobody lucky charms. Nah, fruity pebbles yeah. better. You don't like the marshmallows? Love the. I'm a marshmallow guy. I like the marshmallows. You know what? Then you you know what you should try styrofoam fruity pebbles with marshmallows. <laughs> you know what? If I'm not gonna do that, I'm gonna do like like crunch berries, like the oops crunch berries. So uh, I've gone full psycho in my cereal eating. I put the milk in. I put the cereal in. Wait, 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 wait. You put flip it around milk? a little bit and then I drink the milk. Do you say you put the oh, milk? Oh no, I'm sorry. In I put the first? cereal in. I put the cereal in. I put the milk in. I swirl it around and then I drink the milk. And I'm not that I'm cereal? not huh? No. At one point you eat the cereal. After I drink the milk out. I don't want to hear anybody criticize me for it taking totally prevents the, the, the cereal from getting too soggy. <sighs> Well, Clark Griswold made the crunch enhancer, right? Well, protects, not in real life, pal. It, it, it protects and coats the flakes so the milk doesn't penetrate it. So, are, it's a semi-permeable. Are, are, you, are you serious? I, I am 100% serious, and this is a hill I will die on. It is a better way to eat cereal. Don't you just, like, have no milk then? So you're just, like, eating the, dry cereal? It gets soggy enough in the couple of minutes of you just stirring it that then you drink the milk so that it doesn't get overly soggy. This is like the two least favorite things I have about cereal. Drinking the milk at the end and then eating soggy cereal. Like you like two... soggy cereal? No, those are the two least favorite things oh. I have. I feel like you're doing both of those. No, you get the milk fresh before it really gets disgusting with the flavor and you get zero soggy cereal. What cereal are you eating? Every, I've done it with Fruity Pebbles. I've done it with Cocoa Puffs. I've done it with Lucky Charms. I've done it with Fruit Loops. Come on, Tom. What do you call me every time I, I, I go anywhere near a road like this? Fruit Come Loops. On. What is he? 
Fucking terrorist. Fucking terrorist. No, exactly. I'm sorry. Try it. No. <laughs> no. The, the, like, if, if, if the only thing it. that could be worse oh is if you put the milk in the bowl first. No. So if you did that and then drank the milk, <laughs> you would be a fucking suicide bomber terrorist. I, I mean, try it, he says. Try we it. mock what we don't understand. Uh, oh, no, no, we no. understand. No, no, we understand completely. No. Understand. You're the only one that doesn't understand. You're absolutely you do. wrong. Do the exact thing you're doing, but instead strain, instead pour the milk back into a glass, like strain out the cereal, and then eat the cereal and cover your milk. No, no, no. Steve, do the exact thing you're doing, except take a rope and tie it into a noose and fucking hang yourself with it. <laughs> There's the opener. Oh, <laughs> shit. You know what? I was where you were six months ago. <laughs> well, well, I was turned, where you were you six this. months ago. Yeah. Who did you learn this from? Ahmed? No. Uh, there's an NHL player who actually does it. They actually put a straw in the, in the, in the bowl and they drink the milk through a straw. Oh, psycho. Brad Marchand, I'm going to guess. No. Got to be. No, it's Tom Wilson, right? Those are the only two players that qualify under this fucking terroristic behavior. They're the ones that have had, or, or who else is, so besides those guys who are just dirty players, who's had the most brain damage in the NHL? That's what we got to figure it's out. It's Eric Lindros, then. It's got to be. Ryan gets laugh. Well, that's a good one. Derek Bugard? No, he died. Got to be somebody who's had a lot of fights, yeah. I'll try and find it. I can't... Uh... Fuck these kids. Me and all cereal. This, this, what Nick, what you're doing right now is the only, is the only time you're allowed to have milk in your bowl and put cereal in it afterwards is when you're on your second health. The, the reload. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, re, the reload, exactly. Yeah, because we live in a civilized society where we're not drinking the milk out of the bowl. Listen, you guys, you're all separately. wrong. You guys are terribly So do you time yes, how you're, long you're the probably right, the and the whole rest of the world's wrong. You're probably, you are yeah, all probably terribly true. fucking mistaken do you time how long you have the milk in the bowl no. like you sit there and go yep that's enough no i just and how you do know. you know exactly when to drink it for your system to work properly and and do you time how long the voices in your head last while you're doing this i mean because fruity pebbles get soggy quicker than say golden grams without question because they, golden proper, grams. they don't have the the uh the, the crunch enhancer <laughs> I'm I'm fully prepared to take all of your fucking criticism. I don't care. <laughs> Goddamn, better better be. It doesn't this, matter what you all fucking say. This is, Sorry, this entire by segment. Far the craziest is the fucking opener, thing you've ever seen. This is like if you're like, hey, how, I, I don't care if we have a twenty minute opener. I don't care. <laughs> it's like when you're like, you're like hey guys, hear this or she. Well, I don't know what what our listener is, but he or she needs to hear this. Oh, I I can't. I, like I, if you were like, I can't. Hey guys, you guys didn't you guys didn't have uh, breast milk until you were twelve too? That's what Nick, I feel like right now. Nick, Bill, put your mouth right there. I love you guys very much. I'll see you next week. Oh wow! Shut up!